Hey, hey, happy Friday. Dodgers win. They beat the Nationals 1-0. They get the rings. There were people there. Scott Kaplan, this is a good day in L.A. Let me tell you something, George, and I hope everybody's off to a great day, having a great Friday, and looking forward to a terrific weekend. But let me tell you something. And Clinton, I don't mean to get so cosmic here, okay? okay. But let's oh, think about it for a second. Here goes. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I'm going to put my feet up for this one. Hold on a second. Okay, yeah, get comfy. Get <laughs> yeah, comfy. I, I feel like George. this is going to be one of those moments where I'm going to be there and go, okay. So yeah. hold on. Let me uh, move the water bottle. And yep. now I'm leaning back in the office chair. Go ahead. All right. I don't mean to get so cosmic on everybody, okay? Yeah, heard that But already. certain days, the universe just works its magic. Okay. Today... The universe worked its magic for the Dodgers. They win one nothing. Justin Turner hits a solo home run, a bomb to center field. Mm-hmm. When Justin Turner came out today to get his ring during the ceremony, it may have been for me like the most emotional part of it. Like if you're a hardcore Dodger fan, because you know that at the end of the World Series last year, he wasn't on the field, he wasn't there to celebrate and became part of the story. Then in the offseason, There were a lot of question marks about whether or not the Dodgers were going to have him back. They signed him. And on the opener at home, when you get your ring, the heart and soul of your team was re-signed. And on this day, a 1-0 win and a solo home run for Justin Turner. That's how the universe works, gentlemen. So you believe in serendipity is what you're telling me. That he went three for three, too. He had a big day. It wasn't just a homer. He had a, he had a monster day. Too. Right, right. He, he did have a big day. But So you believe you 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 believe in serendipitous events. Okay. That is correct. That is right. Okay. Well, I will say this more serendipitously to even go more Z-axis on this, which is what I thought <laughs> you were actually going to say, which is the first time I ever met one Greg Bergman was when the Dodgers and the Nationals were playing oh. in the playoffs. And right. the Nationals handed the Dodgers an L, they did courtesy one Howard Joseph Kendrick. And for them to hand out the rings in the face of the what were then the defending champions, the Rio Pryor, I thought that had a cosmic element as well. So that, That's that interesting. Sense. I didn't think yeah. about that aspect Neither of it, I. but that is Absolutely. a good way to look See? at it for Absolutely. sure. See, a lot of um, cosmic thinking today. There, there was. Now, wh- how cosmic was it to have Brunson Arroyo sing, though? <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. First of all, okay, look, I'm going to start off by saying this. Spectrum, phenomenal job today. I got to tell well, you guys, seriously. I, 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 look, let me jump in. I think that Spectrum Sports... Okay, they do as good a job as anyone. I'm not saying that because we live here. Like I watch all these damn regional networks. Okay, me too. Me too. They right. (laughs) They do such a good job. The Dodgers specifically, as I'm watching today, it is just so clean. Like everything looks so good. They did a great job. I'm telling you, for every on-air talent that was rocking Dodger gear. And, and from, you know, all the different locations, all the different reports, I really thought they did a phenomenal job. But I will tell you this. During the ceremony, when Bronson Arroyo is giving his ring, because for those of you that didn't see it because you have a real life and you weren't sitting around at 11 o'clock this morning and you weren't watching this kind of stuff, they had, like, celebrities or, like, whoever the Dodger players looked up to, that person said, hey, congratulations, you know? Right. So, so Bronson Arroyo, the former Major League pitcher, is now, I guess, like a rock singer or something? And, well, and so he, he sings with a guitar, is what he right. Does. He's a guitar yeah. player who sings. Oh, yeah. okay. He's not like a national recording artist. He's no, not a Grammy he, award he's winner. Not like, no, no. Yeah. You wouldn't pay money to see Bronson Arroyo at your local coffee shop, but if he sings yeah. you a song, you might slip him a five. <laughs> right, right. Works. Yeah, he's well, not the guy. Who's the guy who used to date Jennifer Aniston? Um, 
that I don't dated, keep up with Jennifer Aniston's work, No, and, and also I dated do, Jessica Simpson. Um, oh. God, what is He got is Jessica name? Simpson, and he was with... The pretty Jennifer sure guy. This, I mean, this is Kaplan territory Who? right here. Right, I mean, Who? this is... You know I want to get together with Jennifer Aniston. Like, you were, you were saying the other day you want to be the host of Jeopardy. Yes. I want to go out with Jennifer Aniston. He does want to go out with Jennifer Aniston. Hold on, though. Can we get back to the point, though? Yes. Who Bronson is the correlate? Who is the comp to Bronson Arroyo that we're Trevor to? Bauer? Right? No, no, no. It wasn't Trevor Bauer. Excuse me. It was uh, Walker Bueller. So, gotcha. so wait a second. So, so now they go to the video, and I see this video, and I go, that audio was horrible. Like I'm really surprised that they played it because the audio was so bad. But then he busts out a song, so he starts playing a cover tune, which I also thought was kind of weird. Did anybody else see this? Like, Arroyo is sitting there singing a cover to Bueller. I just thought it was kind of a, kind of a weird moment. All right, guys, in, in quickly. Was otherwise a By the way, by I'll the answer way, my question. I'll answer that when I come back right quick. Got to handle something. Right Wait, back. you got to go somewhere? We're, We're doing a radio going. show? We talked about this. All right. Broadcast. I'll be right back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll tell people after you come back. We'll tell, by the way, John Mayer is who I'm thinking about. Oh, John Mayer is unbelievable. John Mayer yeah. is incredible. John Mayer talent. is what I'm thinking about, and, and that's, that, that's what I was referring to. Yeah. But um, John Mayer, by the way, women love John Mayer. Well, dude, not only women. Dudes love him, too. Yeah. I love him. I love Wait, John what? Mayer. Laura, what? Yeah. Nah? Yeah. Why? Why? Nah? He's not my type. Okay. Yeah. I don't get it either. I, I see him. Get... I'm not saying he's not a good-looking fellow, okay? But I, I get Brad Pitt. I get it. Oh, okay? yeah. Okay? Like, no, I no, see no. Brad Pitt. I'm like, damn. That now we're talking. Good right. I'm like, yo, I'm ugly. That dude is really good looking. <laughs> yeah, but John but, Mayer is not just a, a good looking dude. He's right, also he an incredible sings. guitarist and singer. It's the yeah. singing. That, right, right. But he's, it's, the looks are not like, you know. Plus, I mean, he's kind fine. of funny, too. He's funny. You follow him on TikTok? I, no, I don't. I don't actually. Yeah. I'm not on TikTok. I, oh. I might have been. I think I created an account and actually have never used it. But well, the Bronson Royal thing was a little weird. Let me tell you something, George. It was a beautiful ceremony. It really was. In fact, when okay. Dave Roberts came out, I gotta say, like for me, that was like a really amazing moment because I've been friends with Dave Roberts, and I say friends. I don't mean like we're best friends, but I mean like no. But you've known him a long time, long time, yeah. like 20 yeah. years, man. Right. And and you know, I had the kind of relationship with Dave that I would call him up and i go, hey, Dave, I'm bringing my son over to hit in your batting cage. Do you mind doing a little coaching? And, and would drive over, walk into his house, go in the backyard and go to the batting cage, and he'd be out there coaching. And so it was that kind of a relationship. So to see a guy have the kind of career he had right. as a player and, and then working his way up, and, you know, he's with his hometown San Diego Padres where he's a bench coach, and he can't even get an interview for the manager's job right. when they fired Buddy Black – but yet he was good enough to be hired by the Dodgers, and now he's got a World Series ring. So for me, that was one of the most emotional parts of the day, although that national anthem today and that flyover was spectacular. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool for although, sure. Although, can I just yeah. tell you one thing, one piece of criticism, though? You ready? Go, okay. You, you I mean, I thought me. you gave me one with the Bronson no, Royal audio, no, no, but go ahead. No, it was horrible. But here's one more. They go out to center field. Now, everybody, turn your attentions to center field right. where we're going to raise the flag, right? Mm-hmm. So Magic's out there, and Magic grabs the flag, and he yeah. grabs the rope, and Magic is pulling the rope up. And then Mayor Garcetti, who uh -huh. always has to try and get into everything, he starts pulling the rope the but opposite direction. But that's what mayors do. Like, I you're got not it. I mean, that's what they do. I got you know? it. It's all good. What I'm saying is Magic was very capable of pulling up the rope, pulling up the flag, right. and Mayor Garcetti was working in the opposite direction, and the flag kind of got stuck in the middle until Magic started to really put some weight behind it. And then Eric Garcetti was like, oh, okay, I think I got it, right. 
Dude, let magic handle things. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so he was pulling against him is what you sort were saying? kind of, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the rope only goes in one direction. Right. It goes up <laughs> or it comes down. And magic right. was taking it up and Garcetti was pulling it down. That's that's pretty hilarious. That that's funny. Um, <laughs> I Great ceremony. Find, I didn't see that part, so I want to see now. I want to find that online because I anybody feel like know what I'm talking about? Funny to watch. Oh, George, uh, let me tell you something, man. I, this this you're going to tell me today, another thing. Yes, this job today by Spectrum Sports was fantastic. That's what kept my attention for two hours of watching a pregame ceremony. They are fantastic. I, there's no doubt they do a great job. Now, what else? Was there anything else serendipitous about on any of this or no? No, I think I kind of put my whole, you know, Justin Turner didn't make it to the final out and became sort of the COVID, you know, face and poster right, boy. Right, right. No, time. I got that. I'm saying, you is know, there anything else you'd like to add in regards to the serendipitous no, aspect? No, I think, I think I've kind of nailed it all. I mean, I okay. really, really liked it. It was a beautiful ceremony. By the way, what now, a ring. Oh, my. Yeah, back. It, 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 it is beautiful. All right, hold on. You hold on <laughs> for one second, Clinton. Uh, I need to get Eric, uh, excuse me, Eric, uh, Greg and Laura. Greg and Laura's opinion on all that transpired today. Bergman, let's start with you. I thought it was fantastic. I thought they did, like you guys were saying, they did a really good job. But Why do you sound like, like you are like literally Bronson talking Arroyo. out of a tin can? That's Bronson Arroyo over there. Laura, Laura, you are Bronson Arroyo. That is great. Yeah, that is right, Kaplan. Why are you Bronson Arroyo? Is that better? I think it was good. No. My no. no. Gamer mic. Sounds bad. No. I'm going to go away and you guys. Dude, it sounds great on Fortnite, <laughs> dude. But it I doesn't mean, sound great on Fortnite. Why, dude? Like every day we go through this. This is, this is two for two that we are on me being here this week. That I mean, good. it's not just when you're here, though. Audio is the problem. Debacle. Yeah. See, it's I not Laura. Love. It's not Laura. I didn't I say it was Laura. <laughs> there we go. Now we actually kind of hear you. All right, you know, go yeah, ahead. It wasn't Laura. It was, my, it was me. I just had to figure it out. All right, yes. so I was saying they did a fantastic job, but Cap sitting here saying that Bronson Arroyo was singing a cover. What, did you want him to sing some kind of like something he made up himself? Yeah, I mean, something about Walker Bueller. What the hell? <laughs> like I came up with your own song for Walker Bueller? Yeah. No, well, I, well, I think, I guess, I guess I said, artist. I know the way I said it, though, that, you know, like he sang a cover. Cover. I mean, I just think the whole thing from the very beginning, him standing there with his guitar and him singing. By the way, he's a pretty good guitar player, and he's not yeah. a bad singer. He's all right. It's just that the audio wasn't very good. Right. Now, Laura, how did you feel? I loved everything. I cried. The ceremony hadn't even started, and I was already bawling. I loved it. I That's just, awesome. I, I don't know, man. It was it was such a big thing for me. And then seeing Kershaw get his ring, and then, of course, El Aturias at the end, it was just it was amazing. I loved it. I wish I could have been there, but, you know, right. watching it at home, it was cool. And my only thing about today. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh, here, here we go. go. <laughs> All right, good. I'm not alone. So, Everybody's got an opinion yeah, about this. It had nothing to do with the ceremony. So I wanted that jersey that they have on, mm -hmm. right, the gold, yeah. the gold jersey. So I mm -hmm. was, like, waiting for it and everything. And then I go, and the only jerseys you could buy is Mookie Betts, Kershaw, Seager, um... I think it was Bellinger, and I'm, like, waiting for my Urias. Like, you can't even customize it. I was so That's mad. a bad job. That's yeah. not a good Such job. Such a bad yeah. job. Mm -hmm. How do you not have a Latino player at Thank all? Thank you. In the, in the, hold it on, right, at all, in, in a do. city that's half Latino. Like, Massive what is miss. happening there? Massive yep. miss. Exactly. That. that was but my somebody's got to know. I mean, come on. Doesn't that seem strange to you guys? No, like, it's not that strange, Scott. No. Really? No. This is yeah. what happens. You're talking yes. to a bunch of people that understand what it's like to be on the other side of that coin, mm -hmm. and that doesn't happen a lot. Let me say that. Did you tell the people what jersey you're wearing today, Lara? Urias. 
Okay, because yep. he's got the blue on. I we saw that in the uh, in the conference call earlier. But you don't think somebody's there. they're having marketing meetings and they're like, listen, um, so every player has Scott, fans. Scott, so obviously you. not. Yeah, obviously Scott, not. let me stop yeah, you. This here. is the whole point. Yeah, go ahead. This is exactly okay, what let me stop you here. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, Greg. Fernando Valenzuela, number not retired, correct? That is correct. Okay, like enough said. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, like, no, I do. I'm, I'm shocked. That's all by I that. need to tell you. Yeah, and I'm shocked that you would think that when you have a young, up-and-coming star like Urias, okay, I'm trying to give a really good dialect here. I don't want it to sound anglicized, right? Um, that was I a good, think, job. good job. Thank you. I'm trying. And uh, I just think that it's such an obvious thing. Like, if I'm yes, in the marketing department, I'm like, listen, we got to have an Orias jersey, right? I mean, that's uh, this is a, you know, you are describing the problem, not the solution. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Gosh, just you really that, think that it's just like a bunch of like. I mean, does it exist or not? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, there's weird. not an oversight. It's, it's just. Right, right. It's, right, right. It's just answer the question. He yeah, asked you the question. Do you think. Right. Like, it's so weird. You, you, you're about to answer it, Scott. Like, just say it. It's okay. We, say what? we will I mean, welcome just, you into the, into, into the, into the community. It's, it's strange, man. I mean, listen, I got to have a Sandy Koufax jersey. I mean, you know, that's. that's I get that. Deal, but right? no, no, no. Say the Latino thing. Just say it. We, say what? we, white people saying it is a good thing. Go ahead. Oh, oh, wait. So I guess what I was getting at was, Clinton, you think that the marketing departments are just a bunch of white people sitting around going, okay, we got to have Kershaw. We got to have Bellinger. Got to have Mookie. And then you, you stop there Muncie. and you forget. It's not, about, Turner. it's not about, it's not, here's what it is. It's about the fact that, and not to get too far into this at the top of the show, but it's about the fact that, yeah. Right, people exactly. represented, yeah, it's yeah. easy to forget. Correct. And I don't want to get too far into this, but let's just draw a quick example. When people's homes are burning down in the terrible wildfire situations and they don't tell, let's just say, their housekeepers that they're leaving their houses and let them show up, even though they've had to travel across the county in order to get to work, that's the kind of thing we're talking about. People get forgotten, people get overlooked, and, you know, an extension well, of that is stuff like okay. that. This is what I'm now, saying. Now, let me, let me interrupt because t- it's fine. I, we don't, I don't want to continue having this discussion. It's not what this is today. Nobody that. here outside of you, Scott, is surprised. No, no, but they should fix that. Let me just say this yeah. very seriously. Hey, Dodgers, organizationally speaking, you guys should know better. Okay, that's number one. And secondly, think about money here for a second. Think about how many people in L.A. or Dodger fans around the country and around the world that would like to have an Urias jersey because of what he represents to his fans. So that type of oversight, that's just plain dumb. Uh, yeah, look, I, I would just say this, man. Um, it, it's the right thing to do, and to your point, it's also the, the right business move, too. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. But anyway, um, real quick, Laura cried, or did you almost cry? Oh, no, I cried. Okay, okay, <laughs> I okay. I just wanted to double-check there. Greg, did you cry? Dodger no, boy. I got a little teary-eyed when Kershaw got the ring. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Right. Ain't Dude, nothing right, wrong dog. with crying, dog. Dude. No. Well, the same way with there Dave Roberts. I got teary-eyed. There is crying in baseball. Big yeah. misnomer, by the way. Tom Hanks, shout out. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, it's okay if you cried. You can admit it. This is a safe space. <laughs> I do, I do feel safe here. Yeah, there was some, there was a little bit of uh, you know teary eyed. It wasn't full on. Okay, it was okay, that's it. It was, it was, it was it, Why was that so hard to admit? Like, couldn't you just, admit. like you immediately started? Hold on, you immediately started with no, and then it was like, well, maybe it got a little teary. And then we finally coax it out of you that there was a, a some moisture near the, uh, the, the the orbital bone from where, and, yeah. and that that's where we, we end up. Right. 
didn't know where the moisture was coming from. Right, it. right. Oh, Your right. orbital bone has some moisture, and you didn't know. Like, <laughs> we got to that point. Like, Clint it's not it. that big a deal. Like, just say you cried. It's cool. Your team won it for the first time in 32 years. That's awesome. Everyone should be all happy. Should be really happy today. Absolutely. I did cry when they won the World Series. Getting the rings, there wasn't as much. But yeah, there okay. was a little bit of, you know. Okay. Yeah. We'll see. There you go. Misty. There you go. Morning. There you go. It was cool that there were fans there. It was it was cool that there were people in the stands. It would have been really wonderful if you had a full, full house, house, you know. Yeah, but it was yeah, really yeah. nice, man. Yeah. They did a great All job. Right. This portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Coming up next, we've got great news. It's been a great day here in LA, but we got even more great news if you are a music lover here in the Southland. So we'll get to that. Plus, Stormwatch is coming. Oh, wait till you find out what that's about. Sedano, LZ, Cap, Clinton in for LZ, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sweet Dreams is a little aggressive. Although, I love me some aggressive. Like DMX. Rest in peace. I mean, you want to talk about a sound that just smacked you right in the face the first time you heard it. You're like, what is this? And who is this guy? Right. And why are there 9,000 15-year-olds slapping backboards in this gym? You know what I'm saying? Because X has them running around ready to go nuts. RPDMX, man. Sound of a generation. Love that guy, man. At Earl in West L.A. just tweeted us three minutes ago and said, didn't Mina Kimes do a great impression of DMX on the show? Uh, maybe she should call uh, in and bring it not back. Not the day for that, but yeah, you know. Uh, we have that on the soundboard somewhere. It, it, I, don't, I haven't been in that radio station in a year, but Laura, if you go on my page, there is a Mina Kimes drop that says X going to give it to you. Um, and it, it's pretty funny. Like, Do you guys I, it, not know the origin story of where that came from? That yeah, from your from show Avatar. when you did it. That, that came the from the morning show. roast. Yes. In the that morning was on ESPN that's Radio. Yeah. Old, old pull right yeah. there. But yeah, yeah, no, DMX is just legendary artists across the board, man. It's tough to see him go. 50 years old. Gone too soon, bro. Gone too soon. For yep, sure. 50 years old. That is, listen, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know how this happened to me. I know everybody sees me. They're like, what are you, like 25, 30? I know, I know. I'm a young Yeah, nobody guy. does that, actually. No, nobody. <laughs> Okay, well, sort of in my own mind, people do that. Perhaps in your you know? mind, that is the case. <laughs> right. Because you when I up. saw you recently on the golf course, yeah. I, and I saw your son, I'm like, man, that, that's a good-looking kid. He is in the prime of being a young man. And then I saw you, and I'm like, holy crap, Kaplan, I barely recognized you. Right, like you're like, that's your kid, right? That grown man yeah. right next to you, that's your kid? Because yeah. I know, because it's hard, because I'm saying, like I'm saying, George, I look like 25, 27. No, you don't. You don't look like his oh. brother. You, oh. you don't. You very okay. much look like his father. Well, I guess the point is, is that when somebody <laughs> dies at 50 years old, okay, like that freaks me yes. out. Yeah. Yes. No, I get yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, listen, no doubt. There's a larger discussion, too, about rappers and their inability to make it past certain, you know, years of their lives. And this is just another one of those situations. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole story about DMX's health issues in terms of what's happened in his childhood and why he was where he was. But it's simply very sad. Um, yeah. He was fighting for his life for many weeks as well, and it's just, yeah. just not one of those things you want to see, man. Legend of the game. No doubt. Now, we do, on a much lighter note, as Earl in West L.A. tweeted us, we do have that Mina Kimes drop. 
X gonna give it to you. <laughs> and that's me clearly laughing my ass off in the background. Give it to me one more time. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> the point here, for those of you who don't understand, is that that is how sort of ubiquitous DMX's existence was. You know what I'm saying? In terms of who he was as a rapper, burst onto the scene with a sound that nobody had ever heard. The Mina Kimes of the world, you know, even fancied themselves fans because that's just how awesome his raps were. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He got you moving on a level that you just had to pay attention to. He was the best rapper on earth for a good two, three years. For a minute, yeah, you know, he for was. A for a minute. minute yeah, yeah, no he was for a minute. He was yeah. for sure. Um, now, Clinton, you went away in the first segment. <laughs> You just, like, bounced. You were like, all right, yeah. see ya. W- what happened there? Okay, so, first of all, th- for those of you who don't know, just go behind the curtain a little bit. We have a meeting for this program before the program. And over the- in the meeting, we go over the things that we're going to do. And in the meeting, it came up that today is what day, George? Today is National Gin and Tonic Day. Right. So, and as we hear the gin and juice playing in the background for the lovely sounds of uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, produced by uh. Dr. Dre, um, I said, you know what? Let me see if I can get some gin here before the show even starts. Not because I plan on drinking on the air, but because, you know, you have to have party favors in case it's yeah. Friday, happy I mean, hour. Show yeah, I mean, you could. Nobody <laughs> would notice, to be honest, because we can't see right, you. So. Right, I know. And, I'm already- and again, I've said this, and the audience knows this, Keyshawn LZ and I once drank a whole bottle of tequila on the air in the again. morning. Again, we all are familiar with how this works. I'm just saying that I said, yes. let me see if I can order some gin to get here. Correct. And I, and I was at about 3.10. It got here in about an hour. It said it was going to be half an hour, but it's here. The Bombay yes. Sapphire has arrived. So so the reason this came, became a thing was, so today when I was in the TV studio doing the jump with Ramona, I had gotten a text from BevMo. And the reason I get, BevMo sends me texts is because yeah, I, I went to that. buy a specific <laughs> liquor one day for a yeah. friend for a birthday, and now I was going to give you. it to them, and they didn't have it that day, so they said, we should have some in a couple of days, give us your number, and we'll call you back, so then they opted me into their text message. Oh, no. So funny, I got the exact same text message, I, I, I hadn't even thought about it, uh, but they do that, they, they, right. and, and you know what's and, smart, they do it on Friday. They hey, do, of course yeah, they do. We're a liquor store. It's Friday. Yeah. Come by. Yeah. Yeah. Let me so, say this, though. One of the things that people forget is because they think of the song and they don't think of it in reality. And so while it's gin and tonic day or whatever day it is, gin and juice, actually a good drink. Yeah, like, not bad. You know, not bad. Not bad if you need not, a combo. Mix yeah. in, you go, you, and you go to a bar and say, hey, let me get a gin and juice. People laugh at you. And then you just look them straight in the face and say, no, that's actually what I'd like to order. And it's like, oh, okay. I'll have yeah. that. But if, but so, if I so, hear somebody do that, I just break into it. You know, with so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop, D-O-double-G. But, I, you know, that's what happens. Like if I hear Let me tell you something. Juice, I, you have surprised me a little bit. You have never surprised me like you just surprised me right now. <laughs> Like, for Laura, Laura, do, were you surprised when you heard him not only say, sing it, but bust it out in a pretty decent rhythm? Yeah, I was like, where was that kind of rhythm when you needed to show a video of you dancing? I'm right, where was hello. that, actually? Yeah. You surprised me, man. It was Steely Dan, I told you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. blame Steely Dan. No, I'm not blaming um, him. It's just that's the way I danced to Steely yeah. Dan. So were you surprised there, Clinton, like I was very uh, – just kind of pop, uh, like jabbed in the face? Marginally, I know that there's a uh, – I know that there's a certain, I don't know, number of things that Scott has in his quiver of arrows, and I, I would be surprised if Snoop Dogg wasn't in them. So that right. okay. surprised me. Now, now, you ordered this stuff on what? You ordered the gin today I on what? I went with Saucy this time. Sometimes right. I go drizzly, sometimes I go saucy. Okay, so I want to discuss saucy and drizzly for a second because when I brought up this Bevmo text, Ramona said to me, Momo. Oh, Bevmo? 
forget that. I got saucy and drizzly. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, I have the apps. I've never used them. And so you're telling me, Clinton, this is saucy and drizzly are ready to roll for you. Oh, bro. Easily. Because here's the thing. During the pandemic, you think I'm walking down the street to mingle with the hoi polloi, touching everything at 7-Eleven? <laughs> right, or I'm going right. down the block to deal with certain places? Absolutely yeah. not. When right. we're in the middle of a pandemic, I'm trying to avoid all contact. So this became a routine for your boy, particularly on Fridays. Said, oh, let me fire up the old saucy, you know, or let me get, get, get it moving with the drizzly because sometimes you're in a different place and, you know, different apps have different um, coverage areas. And so, yeah, those, these are part of my life now. You know, okay. the liquor store is not a thing to me anymore. I'm not going in there looking at stuff. It's just It just doesn't happen. It's weird. See, I like to go to the liquor store still. Yeah, me too. Because, like, I'll go to, like, a BevMo mm-hmm. or a Total Wine, and I like to peruse. I'm like, I like the, the, the person who works there going, what are you looking for today? I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood for this. And they'll introduce me to something new. Whether it's a liquor, whether it's a, a bottle of wine, I kind of like that interaction okay. occasionally. So I don't know if I'd be a good saucy or drizzly customer. Well, hmm. go ahead, Scott. I haven't used it. I, I, I'm still with George. I'm kind of old school like that. I will still walk in and I'll want to look and I'll want to touch. And I hear what you're saying, Clinton, about you know the world that we're living in and not right. wanting to touch stuff. But I still am doing that. And, but I'm not a gin and tonic person. Is Tangeray gin? Is that what that is that right? The green yes. bottle? Yes. So you just yes. invalidated your whole no, no, lyrical situation if by not knowing know that Tangeray is part of is, in the, is gin. Yes. Right. Because my dad was a Tangeray and tonic drinker, you know, and I just for some reason it always I liked the bottle. I didn't like the smell, so I've never been a gin drinker at all. Okay, that's, that's fair. fair. I had a gin cool. face, which yeah. we can discuss a little later since it is National Gin Day. We'll get to that. Uh, gin and tonic day, pardon me. Let but, me tell you a quick story about the liquor store, though, George. The reason why you, I liked going... Go ahead. No, no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. The reason why I like going to the liquor store, at least what I did back in the day in college, was that you could see the other people who were going to be there, and you might get to mix it in on the party front to figure out where they were going. <laughs> right. That's there why you go. go to the liquor store. Oh, what right. you copping? Where y'all headed? I might see you there. That's the move for going to the liquor store. But those days are behind me, so that's all. Okay, fair enough. Uh, All right, we'll be back in four minutes. We got overrated, underrated, properly rated next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you very much, Chris. All right, Clinton, I'm going to start with you today. It's Friday. Uh, So Cam Akers of your Los Angeles Rams on Sunday decided that he was lonely. So he tweeted out, I want a GF, man. He wants a girlfriend. And the responses came absolutely rolling in. People saying, like, I want to be your girlfriend. I want to be your wife. Is this move overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Greg, you have no idea how far in my wheelhouse you stepped on this on two fronts. Does anybody know where on earth Cam Akers is from? Raise your hands if you do. And by raising your hands, say your name. You do know. Scott, do you know? I'm going to take a stab here. He's from D.C. That's a massive miss on that one. Greg, do you know? Uh, I don't. Florida somewhere. He is from a place called... 
Clinton, Mississippi. Do yeah. you know yeah. who was yeah. in Clinton, Mississippi two days ago? Clinton. Oh, that would be one Clinton Yates who <laughs> you're hearing on the radio. Do you know who emailed the Clinton Arrows athletic director? Well, that would be you because I saw I you. Hang out. Thank you, George. Yeah, I saw you on Around the Horn with your Clinton T-shirt on. I cannot believe you actually asked me that about the one random place I had been in the Deep South to Clinton, Mississippi, Clinton High School, the Clinton Arrows. They're fantastic. Cam Akers went there. A tremendous facility overall. So that's a completely random story, but. What is your actual question here, Greg? I totally <laughs> Is the move to ask for a girlfriend online overrated, underrated, or preferred? That move is correctly that okay, that move is correctly rated for a couple of different reasons. Number one, because first of all, you can weed out people who are serious or not about whether or not they want to show how they feel about you. Number two, you have options. You don't have to reply to everybody. You can just feel out what it is that's happening to you. This is a correctly rated move as strong for sure. No questions asked. I'm going to go with overrated here, and here's why. Um, so, look, I got divorced and went into the single world, and I never used any of the dating apps. Um, but I got friends of mine. I'm saying that like I'm cool. I didn't need to. But, like, I have a friend of mine who went to Vegas for two days this past week. He said both days he, he like, put out something on whatever it is, Bumble, or what's the other one called? Uh, whatever Bumble it is. Bumble is where the women select the men, so he didn't oh, okay. put anything Tinder, out on Tinder. Bumble. Tinder, right. Tinder, right? Mm. Two days, two dates, two dinners, and uh, two uh, interludes. And so... Um, <laughs> two runs scored is what you're looking for there. Correct, thank you. Right, home runs, that's right. So, Which I was shocked by. But anyway, um, so these are hookup apps. So why choose to go to Twitter to say, hey, I'm lonely, I want a girlfriend. Why not go use these new social media platforms that are available for people who want to hook up I say overrated. Okay. Uh, I will also go, I'll actually go underrated. Uh, oh. beca- because I think that the, not only um, do you get a plethora uh, of young ladies that will are, are willing to uh, meet you. Or whomever you'd like to meet you in the case of anybody. You know. Correct. That's true as well. But in this particular instance, he was, yes. he was soliciting young ladies. Um, and I think that you, not only, here's the thing, Kaplan, on that app right like a tinder or a bumble or one of those apps it, you know you're only going to see what you want to see on their profile you can go a lot of people on their twitter or whatever have their instagram handles on there right like you then all of a sudden can go into a rabbit hole of a particular person <laughs> if you'd like and really to clinton's point get a feel for what that person is right I, I i don't know and maybe we're just in this really judgmental voyeuristic society and i'm assuming that's the case but i i feel like he can do that because I have friends of my wife, girlfriends who go down who, you know, they're not cam makers. They're not soliciting a million people, but they will go down the rabbit hole. And I don't blame any woman or any man or anybody going down these rabbit holes because you really want to know Gotta what you're meeting if you've ne- if you don't know anyone that knows them and you also don't know them. Got to do the research. But also quickly, Scott, the thing is not you're not always trying to score runs. Sometimes you're just trying to get on base. Companionship and fellowship Fair is Fair a enough. thing. It's very much that. a thing. I'll buy know, that. I'm, but I'm just saying that, like, this buddy of mine told me this story. I'm like, wait a second. You, you went to Vegas. You didn't have any dates scheduled. You went on an app, and both nights you went out to dinner and scored. Really? Wow. Yeah. These are just hey, hookup man. apps. Laura, Laura's, Laura feels she's done Seattle wrong, apparently, when she was away. Yeah, because I was by myself, didn't try to hook up, didn't do nothing. Seattle was a little boring for me, so I was like, damn, I did it wrong. Not exactly <laughs> sleepless, yeah. if I may. Yeah. Are you yeah, exactly. on any of those apps, Laura? No, I'm yeah. not. not yeah. No. Um, all right, what's next, Greg? 
All right, Scott, students at the University of Wisconsin living in the dorms think that they're being haunted and they're hearing running on the roofs and there's banging in the walls and there's a whole bunch of other crazy things happening. And I live on the top floor of my building and I swear there I hear running across the top of my roof all the time. Is this overrated, underrated, or proper later to think that this is actually ghosts? I believe it is ghosts. So um, I don't believe it's ghosts, so I'm going to go overrated. <laughs> but there are critters that make their way across the roofs and into the walls. And sometimes you hear these things. I'll tell you right now. When I was in college, my roommate had a snake, had a boa constrictor snake. Do you guys like snakes? I mean, I'm, I'm not a snake person. I'm, about I, even, I'm even par on snakes. Dude, I hate snakes. I freaking hate them in the wild. I hate them in an aquarium. I hate it when people... Clinton, you say you live in Venice, right? You ever see somebody walking down oh, the yeah. boardwalk, dude, with snakes wrapped around Tons their neck? Tons of like, guys Ugh. out here with all sorts of animals on their necks, with, you know, wild tattoos. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Dude, take your snake away from me, man. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the snake escaped. We lost the snake. The snake Ooh. showed up coming through somebody else's toilet in oh, like no. a few floors away right. from where we were. So things, Greg, get into the walls. They get onto the roof. They make noise. But I don't think they're ghosts. I'm going overrated. I think this is correctly rated because all college ghost stories, for whatever reason, have viability because they're on college campuses. Like if you were just living down the street and somebody on Sepulveda was like, yo, my roof is haunted. You'd be like, what are you talking about? But for whatever reason, on college campuses, there's all these stories. And these are fun. Everybody, everybody who goes to college in a place that's old enough, there's some story about a haunted building or some, you know, Devil's Canyon or whatever. I don't know. This is a fun story. Probably just the pipes that suck. You know what I'm saying? If we're being real. But it's a fun story if you're that age and around that, around that environment. Uh, yeah, I will also go um, overrated because, look, I, I, am, I am a believer. Uh, I respect all sorts of things. The supernatural? Including, <laughs> yes, including the supernatural. I do. I respect the supernatural. Maybe this is a Latino thing. I think Laura will understand. There's some weird things that happen with our people. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay? Laura, am I, am I correct? You are 100% correct. We do okay, not want to run a foul. We do not want to run a foul of the Correct. I am messing with no, you know, look, you know, nothing, okay? So I I I am going to say it's <laughs> overrated though in regards to the fact that if I, I while I do respect the supernatural, I do believe that Kaplan is onto something is that in the walls in on the roof of buildings, particularly older ones, there is all sorts of stuff in there that you would never, ever imagine. And I know this because I have friends uh, who work in construction, and they will tell you the stuff that they have found when they've torn down houses and apartment buildings and things like that is incredible. So I'll just leave it at that. Uh, All right, we are done here uh, for overrated, underrated, properly rated. But coming up next, we still haven't gotten to the thunderstorm that's coming to L.A. A sports thunderstorm coming to L.A. on a great day here in the Southland. It's 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yes, sir. More DMX today. 
the original banger. Yes, sir. As he, uh, the legend, unfortunately passed away. May he rest in peace. 50 years old, dude. 350 dudes in this video and 25 dogs. Just, I mean, amazing levels of hardcore. What are you going to do, Yonkers? Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Get out the way. Rough Riders coming through. Yeah, it was a great song. And, yeah, it, it, it fired you up always, no matter where you were. Uh, really, 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 just really Wasn't good Wasn't that the video with all the motorcycles? Am I getting that one right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on yeah. the crotch rockets, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was a storm in his own way, uh, you know, in the, in the 90s, you know. And apparently there's a storm coming, uh, guys, here mm. to Southern California. You mean like and rain and stuff? I, I, I know people are like, whoa, wait a second. It's April, like, what, what are we talking about here? April 9th, like, storm, storm in Southern California. I mean, Dallas Rains hasn't told me there's a storm coming in California. Like, what are we talking about here? No, no, no. Forget Dallas Rains. We're talking about the king of weathermen, LeBron James. Okay. Music, by the way, is he has said that the weatherman says that the weather is changing soon. Oh. And it predicts a thunderstorm is coming. Oh. Folks, prepare. And take the proper caution. And, of course, he put the two caution emojis there as well. Uh, measures to be safe and to stay safe. <laughs> so he did that with a picture of him and Anthony Davis sitting next to each other uh, at a game, uh, clapping it up because the storm is coming. Uh, it sounds like they, uh, you know, AD could be on the way back soon here in the next you know, week or so, perhaps. And, uh, and LeBron, you know, perhaps maybe coming back sooner than anticipated, which wouldn't surprise me at all, to be honest with you. Hey, thank you, George. I want to appreciate you bringing it from traffic. I just want to say in the high mountains, we've got LeBron. Looks like he's coming back at around 85%, perhaps. Over here in the low mountains, we've got AD. Not really sure. You know, we've got a nice strong front moving through. AD, we'll see what he levels out at. But in the, in the valley, you know, we've got Dennis Schroeder looking a little spicy in the yeah. next couple of weeks. Yeah. So the 10 days yeah. is going to be interesting. Throw it over to you, Scott, over there on the yeah. news desk. Yeah, thank you very much. And, you know, just a couple of days ago, we opined on whether or not LeBron should be at Staples Center and be with the team. And I was the one going, yeah, he should be there. And, you know, Jorge and LZ were like, no, he should, doesn't have to be there. And then last night I was like, is he there? Is LeBron on the road with he, the team? He was on the road beginning in Tampa. Yeah, and I was like, then I changed my mind. I'm like, what's he doing? Like, wait a second. He should be at Staples Center. He's not. Then he's on the road. I'm like, why is he there? So uh, oh, LeBron wow. puts out that Instagram message. I mean, message. I, I could tell you why he was <laughs> there. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think I can figure it out. I, I mean, can figure out, like, where they got the road a road trip, trip, trip to Miami. Like, right. what are you talking about? You and don't think New those York. guys? You don't right. think those guys? And New York. Like, you don't think they were at, like, Prime 112 or something, right. like, right. having dinner after the game? These, like, are you they're, kidding? They're like, LeBron, That's, like, the greatest the scene in America. You right. know what I mean? Like, Which is also why he's dropping dad jokes out here on the internet, because he's away yeah. from the right. family. So he's got right. no governor on what's going on from the, from the social stuff. Right. I mean, the, those, listen, there is, like, there are certain road trips you're going to take, okay? Short and in New York-Miami so combo, you're taking that for sure. Like, and so first of all, he's, pro- he's got business that he can do in both places too, so you can get that out of the way. But just like, yeah, I'm going to get back with the team. I can do some bo- team bonding, right? We go to dinner. Like, I'll tell you this, quick story. I tried to get into Prime 112 one day. I went, you know, obviously I lived there, so I would go all the time. And we went there one day, and we got, like, halted. Like, you know, like when you've, uh, we've all been there before, where you go to like, and this isn't a club, this is a restaurant, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, you get stopped at the front door, like, nope, nobody else is coming in right now. 
And I was like, damn, what's up with that? At the time, this was – he was no longer president. But Bill Clinton had basically had the whole, like, upstairs room. So, like, this is the type of place that if you go at midnight, these are the type of people having dinner there. So, the, yeah. the Lakers absolutely probably had dinner at some place like that if it's open, which I'm guessing yeah. it might. I had one and that's crazy why you go on this trip. To, yeah. So, you can prime 112 it up. <laughs> yeah. I had one crazy night in there, George. Uh, the Super Bowl in Miami a few years back. And, uh, okay, I'm going to come off like a total name dropper, but this is like the kind of story that you would never really believe unless there were some pictures to prove it. So we're having dinner, and it's Drew Brees, and Sean Payton comes to the table, and he's with his buddy Jim. So they sit down at the table, and Jim sits next to me. And I'm like, so what are you guys up to, man? He's like, oh, you know, we're just coming in. We're going to grab something, then we're going to go out on my boat and go fishing all night. I'm like, oh, no way. Tell me about your boat. So he starts telling me. And it finally occurs to me that Jim is Jimmy Buffett. I had no idea for the first right. 15 minutes that he's sitting next to me, and this is Jimmy Buffett. But the, but the whole restaurant was littered with, like, celebrities and yeah. somehow some schlepper right. like it's, myself it's got like, in. It, you know, Jimmy it's Buffett like, is a it's very... like catch here in L.A. It's the yeah. same kind of scene, basically. Jimmy yes. Buffett is a very nondescript um, celebrity. That actually, a, a similar but shorter encounter happened to me in Nashville where I was there for the NFL draft. And I was at some rooftop party situation. We were coming into the hotel. Some guy gets into the elevator with me, and I was with my buddy. And one guy's got a guitar case, and the other guy's just standing there. And I say, like a complete jerk, I go, you guys got a gig on the roof? And they're like, yeah, buddy. (laughs) And they get out at the floor before the roof. And my dude looks at me, he goes, that was Jimmy Buffett. I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) I feel like a dork. So don't be mad, Scott. No, he's very unassuming. Yeah, very unassuming. So So, so I understand why LeBron went on the road. I get that. Right, (laughs) big time. All right, so we fixed that problem for you. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. But AD and LeBron, the storm is coming, Clinton Yates. Do you think the NBA is ready for the storm to come back? Listen, um, if we could get the weather music back, just want to be clear. Thank, thank you very much. Um, appreciate that traffic, George. Uh, listen, we've had some light precip- precipitation here in the Venice area. Um, I wouldn't say the storm is what it looks like is happening. But, you know, in previous, if I consult my almanac, there have been storms in this part of the year. So I'm not exactly afraid, kids, for the uh, what we'll call the school bus report. Don't get your raincoats. It's not going to rain. You'll be fine. That's all I have to say. Okay. Well, I'm thank telling you, you, we're, you. All, we're all putting two and two together here. That LeBron posts this picture. Of he and AD says the weatherman says the weather's changing. Okay, fine. Take proper caution, everybody. So we're all taking that to mean we're both coming back. We're coming back real soon. And we're getting ready to just rain down on everybody else. Now, I hope that's the case because tomorrow when they play Brooklyn, I fully expect Brooklyn to want to take it to them. And I mean, really just rub it in if they can. Yeah, oh, the storm. And George, my thing too is, you know how I feel about expectation setting. Why do this? You know what I mean? We're all worried about what's going to be. We've been talking about this all week in terms of like, do you ease back into the schedule? Do you need some time to gel? Like, are we expecting them to come out like gangbusters first game back? Is that what are we? What are we looking at here? Where does this set the expectation go no, for you? No, guys? it'll take a game, I think. Oh, or one two. game? That's it. Um, well, LeBron usually only has like maybe one below LeBron standard game off of injury. Okay. Like I, 2018 is kind of the one, um, you know, caveat to that, basically the outlier to that. But whenever he's had like just an injury that even keeps him out for a, a week or two or three or whatever it, it is, like he has like a game where he's not 100 percent. And then after that, it's like he's back to being LeBron. Now, that's historically. He's 36 years old. Like, I don't know how much longer he can do that. Um, but maybe he still can. Yeah. 
Well, you know, to answer your question, though, Clinton, what do you expect when LeBron and AD come back? And, and let's just say that they both come back for the same game. Just, okay. you know, since, since he put it out there that this thunderstorm is coming and it's the two of us in this picture. Whoever they're playing that night, whether it is Utah or if it is Denver or maybe it's um, early May and it's the Clippers, although it seems like he's intimating that it's going to be sooner. Whoever it is when the two of them come back, my expectation is big performance by both and win on their first night back regardless of who the opponent is. That's what I think. All right. Okay. Coming up next, we're going to get into the Dodgers' big day. It was an awesome day here in L.A. for the Dodgers. And the Dodgers started calling some people out because people got a little reckless today is what I'll say with the Dodgers. We'll explain what that's all about in a couple minutes.